welcome to another installment of Living Legends. And I am so excited to be sitting with Jackie of Jackie's Place, who will let uh, introduce herself a little bit more soon. But I am so excited to get a chance to talk even more about one of the Bay Area's only soul food restaurant. One of. One of, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> uh, and that maybe, I think, is it the only in Silicon Valley? I think in San Jose as it's of the, right now. It's yeah. the only yeah. soul food restaurant in San Jose. So, um, so Jackie, what, what led you to start cooking? My mother, you know, and my mother was a chef. Really? She cooked okay. her whole entire life. She started out as a short order cook in a steakhouse in Texas and then <laughs> ended up being the supervisor at Valley Medical Hospital over wow. the dietary department there okay. um, when she retired. But um, my mom was one of those people that believed in teaching her children how to do everything from sewing to, to cooking. <laughs> and she knew how to cook for the masses. Our house was one of those places where um, on the weekends, mm-hmm. She cooked for her brothers and sisters and the family. Everybody came over. over. This was the house. The house. That was the house. Yeah. Yeah. So then it seems like uh, you've taken to this well. I mean, you went from kind of cooking with mom, catering, own restaurant. So it seems like you definitely had some skill in this yourself. Yeah. I I didn't know it. It seems to be it seems to be like a natural thing for me to be able to do. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely amazing restaurant. So, um, if I, if I have the story right, uh, there's quite a few things that you did leading up, but initially you kind of started with catering. Yeah. So what led you to catering first? So I, I became a caterer by accident. Okay. I say that all the time. That was not my business uh, career goals. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Um, I started cooking for our church. We'd have these events and they say, you know, mm-hmm. everybody brings something. Okay. And then everybody wasn't bringing what they're supposed to bring, and they was bringing a small amount for 100 people. So I took over that ministry. I'm calling it a ministry because that's what it was. And um, believe it or not, the Alpha Kappa Alpha asked me to cater um, their baccalaureate, which was held here at Emmanuel. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. First, the first job was about 300 people, and I cooked the food by myself. Wow. And I saw bowls, you know, I hadn't seen a bowl that big before. (laughs) Um, But from that job, I had like 10 or 15 inquiries afterwards. Mm -hmm. I had no idea how to price out anything for them. I had no idea what that entailed, Mm -hmm. but I really became a caterer by accident. Wow. And so from that one job Mm -hmm. became another job and another Mm -hmm. job. And every time you did the next job, somebody else would inquire and want you to. And I I was scrambling, like, wait a minute. I have, before I knew it, I had a business. This was not just me cooking for some friends anymore. This was, or for the church anymore. Mm -hmm. It became something that I had to get control over really quickly. Yeah. And so, and learn how to... You know, not just the the cooking aspect right. of it, but the actual business, business aspect. Of it. Absolutely. Yeah. And and I think you know, taking things as a skill, I think is harder than most people think. You know, yeah. like oh, I know how to cook, or I know how to do X, Y, Z. Right. But then doing that consistently over time is different. Right. And I think one of the biggest things is how do you get other people to do your thing? So you know, it's it's one thing for you to be able to get in the kitchen and cook. 
Now, how do you make this transition now to bring other folks in to make sure your recipes, your flavor, your your stamp is still on what you're doing? And, you know, we cook like that. We cook a little bit of this. Mm-hmm. Little, somebody said, till the ancestor says it's enough seasonings, <laughs> then you it. stop, you know. <laughs> till the ancestor says it's enough. Until the ancestor says it's enough, then you stop. Right. Um, now, taking that and putting it where you can be consistent mm-hmm. was a challenge for me. I had to cook stuff over and over and over mm-hmm. again. But one of the things that I prided myself on was the consistency in my catering business and then transform, transferring that over into the restaurant. I definitely had to create recipes yeah. that um, my staff and other people could follow mm-hmm. and make sure that they, done, that they were done correctly each Absolutely. and every time. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So, then now, so then there's a transition. So uh, how, long, how long were you catering Probably the about, restaurant? Before the restaurant, mm-hmm. about 20 years. So 20 years of catering. Mm-hmm. Uh, I imagine that there were pushes for folks like, oh, you should just make this a restaurant. Oh, we just love you. What made you make the transition then to actually go to a restaurant? So it was a building that I rented because I, if I'm being completely honest, I mm-hmm. never intended to have a brick and mortar huh. uh, stationary place. I, I wanted to do catering completely. Okay. Um, 100%. Uh, the place that we had on 6th Street had a cute little quaint 25-seat cafe up front. I remember. And um, my daughter, Kiana, mm-hmm. uh, convinced me that, Mom, you know, if you just open this up on a few days a week, it'll be enough to pay the rent. You can still cater from here. Mm-hmm. So I thought, oh, okay. After a while, it took about six months, seven months, because I had been in that building for six months prior to us wow. even deciding to open up as a storefront. And... Once I told them yes, they sprung into action. They started putting <laughs> shiplap up on the wall and coming up with signs and names yeah, and all this other stuff. I remember the logo. It was a beautiful right, logo. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Uh, reupholstering and all kind of crazy stuff went on. Mm-hmm. So the anticipation was that we would have a few people trickling because we were in Japantown. Mm-hmm. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday is a normal business um, mm-hmm. weekend for them. Okay. So that's why we were open Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and I could still cater, you know, um, well, on grand opening, I don't know if you were there, but it was, it Line was around the, the corner. corner. Yeah. And I cried all day. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. Because I just did not expect that. I just now, did not. Now, were not. these tears of joy? Confusion. Really? <laughs> Overwhelmness. Wow. Stress. Yeah, yeah. I had a little bitty fryer, you know, because <laughs> I thought, you know, I really, I don't know what I was thinking. I had a little bitty fryer. It was it was crazy. Wow. It was really crazy. So needless to say, the catering business got kicked to the side because the mm-hmm. restaurant business took mm-hmm. over. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was a thing. Yeah. And there was no way to shut the door and go backwards, at least in my eyes anyway. Right. Right. So I got catapulted into that in the restaurant business too. <laughs> yeah. I love hearing these stories. Like, I did not plan for this. No. This is not where I was going. No. And I could not go forward. Like, yeah, I feel like that. That's a huge, like you know. Of course, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing God all the way. Oh, like God come on just now, like, come on now, yeah. Keep going, keep going. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, it's, going backwards was an option because mm-hmm. we always have choices. But for me, it never was an option. Hmm. It was like, how do I now figure this out yeah. and go forward? Yeah. You know, I know I had a choice, but yeah. in the end, it was um, not a choice for me, yeah. really. Yeah. Yeah. And you've mentioned it, but I, I want to highlight it. So one of the things I, I've loved is, you know, when I come, 
uh, I often see your children working with you. Mm -hmm. And I know that there brings a whole nother level of, of gifting, so, so to speak, but also mm -hmm. challenge when working mm -hmm. with family. So what has been your, your experience? How have you navigated the waters of working with family? Well, um, I'm determined to make this work with the family. I think that the stigma or the title or the, you know, things that, you know, you can't trust family and family mm -hmm. this and family that. Um, I raised some strong children, yeah. uh, some leaders and not followers, mm -hmm. alpha children. <laughs> and um, one of the things that happened when we opened Jackie place, Jackie's place on 6th Street after our other place <clears throat> had caught on fire, um, I, had, I was going to throw in the towel mm -hmm. and say, you know, I'm, I'm done with this food business. I'm yeah. 60 years old. I'm going to retire. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Um, but I was driving down the street and God said, ask your children. Hmm. And I thought, wow, you know? Mm -hmm. So I did. I gathered them all together and said, hey, this opportunity's come available for us to, to be in business together. Um, what do you think? And this is what I'm offering you a partnership. Wow. Yeah, in Good. this business. And each one of them started saying, yeah, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, we can do this. Um, what came with that was now I'm asking them to be my partners. Mm -hmm. Those strong opinions that I used to be able to... Hey, do what I tell you to do. Exactly, that part. <laughs> didn't work anymore. And it was quite challenging for mm. me, yeah. being the leader, yes. saying now that I have to ask mm -hmm. permission or... Get agreement, it, at least. Get agreement. We're mm -hmm. going to vote on it. Mm -hmm. And um, now that I've kind of settled down mm -hmm. and understand the relationship and a lot of praying... A lot of conversation, and we're good communicators. Okay. Uh, my helps. children and I are, yeah, we're great communicators without having to fight, fight. We've had a couple of blowouts, <laughs> but... I wouldn't expect anything of it. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I don't want to tell you it's all peaches and cream, because it hasn't been. <laughs> um, but it's beautiful. Yeah. It's great. It's fantastic. It really is, because I see the end. Yeah. I see the future. I'm not focused on just so much to now with them. But I, I'm encouraged because mm -hmm. I, I know that I'm going to, in my family, we're making a difference. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're, we're going to block out that stigma that you can't work with, with your family, that family can't be trusted. It's been great Wonderful. in that sense. Yeah. yeah. So uh, one of the things I think is, you know, like I, I pray that I can open up something with my family and with loved Absolutely. ones. Absolutely. Yeah. But I'm also wondering, like, man... What does it feel like if you ever have to like fire or let go or tell somebody, you know what, it might be time for you to go pursue a different passion? You know, that, that it, it has happened. Hmm. I had hmm. to do it with my, my youngest daughter was there every day. She, she was committed to be there, but she hmm. wasn't happy. Hmm. And her unhappiness was flowing over into everybody else, not yeah. just... Her little, not right, her yeah. little station, but yeah. literally us and the employees, mm. and trying to talk her into not pursuing her own joy and her yeah. own peace and her own happiness. Yeah. She felt that she needed to be committed and be there with us. Yeah. And it, I, I have faced that challenge, but yeah. it was, you know, I'm a praying woman. <laughs> and I take everything. I try not to speak first mm -hmm. and then, but I have to ask God and Whenever he gets involved, it just mm. kind of transitions very easily, mm. you know, yeah. trusting him yeah. 
to to help us through those trials and tribulations. Absolutely. Yeah, and it has and 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 writing my own children up, <laughs> putting them. Oh yeah. Like no, we're gonna put, hold you accountable. Put, yeah, putting their feet to the fire because yeah. this is you know this is our business. Absolutely. You know, so we have to learn how to separate relationships. Mm. This is a business relationship. Mm -hmm. I'm your mom, but this is this is where business. we're. Yeah. This is our bread and butter, yeah. and we gotta protect it. Yeah. You know so. What a gift. What a, I mean, yeah. I think there's, I mean, there's probably like a whole master class just in that alone and how to deal with. I wish I had separate. took it first. <laughs> I, I wish I took the master class first, right? Well, now you get a chance to teach Ooh, it. I might have to Ooh, one listen, day. When we get our nonprofit up and we, we do some business courses, we're going to reach out to Way, you. Hey, you I'll be the one I can Absolutely. give you some real, some real stuff. Yeah. So, so we talked about that and you mentioned it really mm. casually, but like, this is kind of huge. So when you were on, and it was 6th first, right? 6th Street, yeah. And then you moved to 1st, right? Right. And so, but when you were on 6th, six, 6th caught on fire, right? Yeah, it did. And so, like, <laughs> 18, you just kind of threw it out there, like, yeah, you know, business caught on fire. 18 <laughs> months into our business, the back room, barbecue pit, roof, something happened, electrical, mm. caught on fire. The fire department came in and knocked the walls down, and we were out of business, just like that. But... <sighs> Um, Pastor, I want to tell you that that relationship and that location was a struggle. Mm -hmm. And every day it was a struggle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When I went home and got the news that the place had caught on fire, mm -hmm. I was just sitting down to eat dinner. And I decided to eat my dinner hmm. and not run out the door. Mm -hmm. I waited till I got done eating. I, I had a sense of peace that I cannot explain to you. Wow. That... This was over. Mm -hmm. I didn't know the extent of the over. Mm -hmm. um, I was more concerned about having to call the landlord and tell him that the place was on fire. And yeah. I did that once I got there to see yeah. what was going on. Mm -hmm. I pulled on the 6th Street and there was three fire trucks and people in the street and smoke barreling out the building. I thought, still after I ate my dinner, this was still <laughs> going on. Um, but there was a piece I can't even explain to you. Yeah. But it was a sense of everything's going to be okay. Hmm. And so um, I knew that shortly after that, that relationship mm -hmm. and that that place was a it was over. Yeah. It was over. Yeah. What to do next? I wasn't sure. Yeah. yeah that part, I wasn't sure what was going to happen. Right. But um, I was sitting in my bedroom one day after I had already, you know, I'm, we're kind of backtracking now because mm -hmm. I'd already asked my kids, which I'm kind of skipping over. But. I was sitting in my bedroom one day. I was looking out. It's the middle of COVID because, you know, the restaurant caught That's on right. fire during COVID. <laughs> on top of everything else, right? It <laughs> right. caught on fire during COVID. And I was watching Donald Trump on television with his kids standing behind him in the White House. Hmm. And I thought, oh, no. Yeah, if, if, if God can provide for them, he can definitely provide for us, right? Come on. Come on. And so... I made a leap of faith and went out there and God carried me through this whole process with Jackie's place that is on, now that's on First Street. Yeah. The testimony about that is that I was going to throw in the towel mm. and God said, no, I got another plan for you. Yeah. And I would say, no, it's too big. I'm afraid. He says, no, I got you. Mm. And I, when I tell you that God literally, I felt like I was literally being carried mm. through this whole process from the yeah. time that I met the owner of the building who said, hey, mm. you want this place? I'm going to give it to you. Wow. 
I'll, you, what, I'm going to keep the rent low, yep. you know, and then, you know, remembering that my mom was in that building. And then people just started like really everything, everything that you can think of. And the ceilings were falling down. There was busted glass. The walls, you know, the windows were all boarded up. There was layers of thick dust, dirt, and grease, and I thought, how? <laughs> right. How? It's you know? Be more work than ever. <laughs> but well, while the world was shut down, while the world was shut down, we were literally looking out the window and listening to the news, and other restaurants were closing. We were still moving forward. Oh, yeah. So, in the middle of everybody else shutting down, oh, yeah. you guys getting ready to reopen. Every day we would hear this restaurant's been here for 30 years. It's closing down in San Francisco. Right. This restaurant in San Jose's been here for 25 years. They're closing down. Mm-hmm. Some days I thought, are you crazy? Right. Are you really crazy? Sure, this You're can't gonna, be the right time. This, yeah, this, are you, God, are you <laughs> telling me this is what you want me to do right, right. here? Right. But the Black Lives Matter movement mm-hmm. and the, the sense of community for San Jose, yeah. I wanted to to bring something to San Jose that we could be proud of, yeah. that we, we no longer have to do business in the shack. Mm-hmm. We can go to the big house too, right? Yeah. And I'm going to bring my kids with me, yeah. and we're going to make this happen for our community. Because yeah. there's no way you do this type of work because you have a love for money, because mm-hmm. it doesn't come like that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's challenges on that aspect. Mm-hmm. But for the community, it was, I just wanted to... To show us that we can do it, yeah. that we don't have to yeah. operate on a out of fear. Mm. We step, we stay on Faith Street, yeah, yeah. and trust God that all things are possible. The Scripture is true, yeah. you know, and God is real. Mm-hmm. And I seen Him, and He's, t- I seen Him and felt His presence in this whole process. Wow. Really wow. have. Yeah. It, it makes me quite emotional yeah. thinking about it. That <laughs> I he, feel the passion. Yeah, yeah. I, you know. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Man. And, and I mean, it, it begins to remind me, I think, um, in your new location, right, on the back wall, it's like all of these, like, sayings, mm-hmm. pieces that you put up there mm-hmm. uh, that kind of remind you of your journey. Yeah. Um, if you could pick one or two that really stand out to you in this moment and <laughs> say what, what they mean to you. Um, well, the first one that sticks out in my head is push. Okay. Everybody always asks me what that. P-U-S-H stands for, mm-hmm. and that is to pray until something happens. Come on, come on. It, it pray until something Listen, happens. I'm leaning in. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, was, that was the one that I was like, okay, that has to go up there. <laughs> you, know, it, it, there's, you know, there's so many mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. are up there, my, my mother's name, mm-hmm. you know, knowing that this was her dream and her vision, but because she was afraid, because she didn't know how, because... She didn't understand that she, that she could mm-hmm. and didn't believe that she could. It was important for, for her to be on that wall because... Yeah. Um, You're living her dream. I am. I am. You're literally living her dream. I am. I truly am. And I, I, I realized that when my mom passed away, I found recipes in the mm. backs of magazines. <laughs> she never wrote, well, she would write on a piece of paper occasionally, mm-hmm. but she always would pick a book or something. I had to look through everything <laughs> to find my mother's recipes for things. Uh, her sweet potato pie was in the catcher, the catcher in the Rye. Really? It was on the back cover of The Catcher in the Rye. <laughs> and so I still have the, 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 the out, yeah, the yeah. book. And so that's the original recipe for the sweet potato pie was in the back of the kitchen mm. the rice so my mom's name up there yeah. is really important yeah. and just you know just to 
the Black Lives Matter, the the words of encouragement to our community, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. that we, uh, a family-run business, and yeah. that my kids are there, and that it can be done, mm -hmm. you know. Um, yeah. One of the ones that you mentioned was, um, <laughs> don't be eye candy, be soul food. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, eye candy means that you are just, you have no... Substance. I think it came mm -hmm. from a song. I think we first heard it from a song okay. that uh, they were talking about a girl who, a guy who picked the girl who looked better, mm -hmm. uh, left the one that was yes. a, yeah. But was better. Was for better. Something that looked better. Yeah, was mm -hmm. better to, for something that looked better. Got it. Got it. And that's what I want to kind of say is that we're not trying to do things to make it look better. Mm -hmm. Soul food is something that is, has a long, long history yeah. of struggles. Yeah. It has a long, long history of conversation, yep. communication, Absolutely. Um, substance. Yeah. Uh, we stood on the shoulders of some of these mm -hmm. women mm -hmm. that had to cook mm -hmm. and, and figure out a way to make this stuff that was given to them, the scraps that were given to them, Something make amazing. them taste better. Yeah. So that don't, it's not the fluff, mm -hmm. it's what's on the inside. Mm -hmm. So that that's where I it love, comes from. That's what it that means one. to me, right? Yeah, don't be eye candy, be so Be food. for real, okay? <laughs> think about all the stuff that, you know, the, think about the substance of that, you know? Yeah. So, you know, we can make the plate look good, mm -hmm. but it has to taste Excellent. good, and have to, you have to taste some of that history yeah. in it. Yeah, so that's that what it was. Yeah. I want to elaborate uh. on that for you. <laughs> that was amazing. Amazing. Great, great. So, I mean, of course, I Plenty of other questions, but I definitely want to lean into this one. Mm -hmm. uh, you've kind of talked about faith. You talked about this process that, that God has kind of led you mm -hmm. on. So for you, um, how do you see God kind of leading, organizing, putting all of this together for you? What do you see? What, what has God been on this journey to Jackie's place? Okay. I want to give you a little bit of history about Please. me. Can I? Please. So... Um, My, 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 my history, my past, mm -hmm. um, I just recently realized, really understanding how God has had his hand on my life mm -hmm. from the beginning until now. I see the plan, mm -hmm. um, that God has a plan for your life mm -hmm. to prosper you. And it doesn't mean financially. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Yeah. It doesn't mean... It, it's, yes. Mm -hmm. um, not to bring harm to you. Mm -hmm. I brought the harm to myself. <laughs> you know, I did a lot of stuff. Um, people don't know I'm an ex-drug addict. Mm. I've been homeless before. Wow. I'm a cancer survivor. Wow. Um, I've been through a lot of things. Mm -hmm. You know, I've done a lot of things. Um, I, so I see now, mm -hmm. you know, I, I journal a lot. I write mm -hmm. a lot. Okay. And most recently, I um, found a piece of paper that I wrote on that says, you will become a business owner. You will um, um, help those others in need. Mm -hmm. you, you will get a platform. You will stand on a platform and testify on how God has brought you through. God can do, you can do all things in Christ. Yeah, you know? this. absolutely. Yes, and then the last one says that I'm a believer. This, mm. this letter was, this note, and I found it, I just recently moved, and it was out of a journal that I, from 2011. Mm -hmm. And from, it was November the 27th, <laughs> 2011. Almost, 20, almost 12 years ago. Yes, 
And I thought, what? That, I cried before I could even finish reading. There were some other things that were in there, but tears started flowing from my eyes. I couldn't even finish reading because in that moment, I really realized that this journey has been set up by God. I had nothing to do with it. I was just a vessel that's being used to do this. I, he, he delivered me from those drugs. He healed me from that cancer. He, um, showed me, gave me a a way out of a a homeless shelter. You know what I'm saying? He's been there the whole entire time. So for me to think that I've done this on my own, Mm. come on. No, (laughs) he's had his hand in it the whole time. Even when I didn't know how to pray, Mm -hmm. I knew who to call him. Help me, God, help me. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes those are the best prayers. The the testimony, Mm -hmm. I, I am nothing and can do nothing without him. Yeah. And so I don't, I don't stand to pretend that anything that I've done, I've done without him. Yeah. It's all been by his hand. Yeah. yeah. I'm a firm believer. And, and, it, and it makes it so much, I mean, it makes so much sense. Like, you and mm-hmm. I have talked a, a number of times. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that has also kind of come along with you, not just in the business, mm-hmm. is this huge passion for mm-hmm. the homeless, right? Mm-hmm. Or those who have been uh, substance abused. Mm-hmm. So... Can you speak to that? How, how are you continuing to carry that, that mantle forward, especially now being so yeah. successful? It's easy to be like, oh, man, it's going to mess my business up. No, 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 no. You have to, um, we have to remember. I remember where I came from, mm. first of all. Yeah. First, first and foremost, you know, I don't want, ever want my head to get bigger than the gift. Mm. You know, I don't ever want to get before the gift, okay? That's going to be a sermon one day. Yeah, <laughs> never, never, never. And I, when I look out the window and see all the homeless people walking with their bags and don't have shoes off the feet, I, I've taken my shoes off and gone home with no shoes on yes. because, you know, it doesn't solve the problem, but at that moment it feels that you're helping, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And we have this restaurant with all this food and people are walking past and sometimes they've come to the door mm-hmm. and, and I never let anybody leave from my place hungry. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't throw food in the trash. Mm-hmm. Because we rotate it out, so mm-hmm. whatever's left over, we take it and feed it to, to the people that are out there on the streets. It's yeah. really important that we, we do that. Yeah. To me, you yeah. know, we've done different encampments. Now we're pro- um, providing food for a sober living environment, Wonderful. two houses, yeah. and we believe in second chances. So we've hired some of those people that are trying to that are in recovery. Yeah. Um, we've had our challenges, absolutely. You know, but that's part of the test. Yeah. That's part. Of, that's part of the journey yeah. um, is just, like I said, remembering where we came from and that they're deserving. Yeah. And we've, some of our best employees are the ones <laughs> that are recovering. Yeah. and they can remember. Th- that, yeah. yeah, that, yeah, yeah, for sure. No sense of entitlement, right? Like, listen, no, I'm they're humble. Absolutely. You know, they're, they're, they're appreciative and they're humble. And, you know, we try and reward them and pay them their due worth. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's important. It's really important. So uh, last question then, I'll say, um, you, you've accomplished a lot. God has been a part of it a lot. Mm-hmm. And you have anybody watching this mm-hmm. episode, yeah. how would you want them to remember? What about your oh, story? Oh, my goodness. You most want to I remember? thought about that. I thought about, I don't think about myself often. Mm-hmm. I'm always thinking about how we can help somebody else. Mm-hmm. And so for me to think about what I would want people to remember is that that God has provided enough for all of us mm-hmm. and his, his grace and his mercy is huge. Yeah. His forgiveness is 
you know, yeah. ongoing and mm-hmm. everlasting. Um, just that I have faith in God through my whole process. I yeah. think that, you know, trusting God is everything to me. Mm. And knowing that I have no, I really have no power. Yeah. I really have no power in that everything that I've accomplished has been because of him yeah. loving me hmm. and me trying to love him more and more every day. I know it sounds like cliches no, 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 or whatever, yeah. but it is really what I believe. I, you know, um, I say this all the time, that people will cause you to, cause you to fall. Yeah. If you stay focused on him, mm-hmm. then you don't have to worry about what people are saying what they're doing and what they think, right? You could be struggling and suffering and laying right next to the person and they never know it. At the end of the day, it's just me and God. He's the only one that I'm truly accountable to at the end of the day. And so for me, I would like people to remember me and know that I just had faith in God, trusted him for everything, even things that I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. That is absolutely beautiful. And yeah. I would be remiss. I mean, you said something in, in, in your closing statement that I just I just grabbed on. You said that with God, there's more than enough for everybody. It is. You know, and, it is. and, and, and maybe this is for somebody listening. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it may not feel like it all the time. It might seem like you have to take from somebody else, right, to yeah. get whatever. Yeah. But if we really were able to hold to that, that yeah. idea that there truly is... In God, more than enough for everybody. It is. Um, what a gift. Yeah, I want to share one last, Please, one, one, one last thing with you. I was sharing, sharing my catering business um, in a restaurant in Alviso okay. with a man that owned it. And we both were caterers. And people were like, how are you guys in there together? We were in there together because what, what I realized then mm. was that. That God had provided enough for both of us. Mm. If Tony took one side of the street... And I took the other side mm-hmm. and we went all the way down First Street mm-hmm. and had all the business on this side of First and mm-hmm. he had all the business on that side of First. We couldn't do it all. We wow. couldn't do it all. Yeah. There, was, there would be no way for us to do all that business. Yeah. God has provided enough for mm-hmm. all of us and, and for us to be in the same business and share. And sometimes I would go work for him and sometimes yeah. he'd come work for me mm-hmm. and we helped each other and we understood that wow. it was not about not um, keeping everything from him. This is mine, this is yours. I realized in that moment that God had provided enough for all of us. And that you don't, we didn't have to, I didn't have to worry about that. Hmm. God's got it. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. So, well, I want to say thank you. You're Uh, welcome. Thank you. Your food is amazing. Thank you. I've enjoyed all the spaces, all the times we come in. I've enjoyed well before that when you were catering and we'll call you late. Uh, Jackie, uh, can you just put the thing together? Um, And you'll be there for us. Right. Um, And and my continued blessings on the business. Thank you. On you. Thank you. Um, Thank you for participating. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. So when we um, were offered the opportunity to have 640 North 1st Street as our restaurant, mm-hmm. um, when I was there, when I first walked in, like I told you, the building had been nailed shut. Um, <laughs> the homeless had been inside. Mm-hmm. Um, the windows were broken out. It was dusty and dirty. The ceiling was falling down. It was just a lot of stuff going on. I wasn't really, really sure about whether or not we'd be able, and I kept thinking, this building is just way too big. Mm. But 
Mr. Pappas, the owner of the building, was really um, wanting us to have this place okay. and wanting to make sure that we would be able to pay the rent there. Mm -hmm. He wanted to keep the rent low. He was going to give us so many um, months for free mm -hmm. while we were repairing and, mm -hmm. and fixing the place up. And my daughter was looking at me, and I was like, I don't know, Kiana. But as I started to walk out uh, the downstairs, there's a banquet room that's downstairs. Mm -hmm. As I turned the corner, I remembered this was the last place I had publicly taken my mother to. Really? Open Bible was having a Christmas uh, gala party dinner. Okay. okay. My mom wanted to attend. We took her. And as we got ready to, they were closing up. They had seen the 12 days of Christmas. And she says, my mother suffered from dementia, Alzheimer's. Okay. And she said, um, I want to sing something. My mother had a beautiful soprano voice. She's singing in the choir. And um, she sang, How Great Thou Art. And when I came through that, through that door, I could hear my mom's voice. Mm. And I remembered my mom. This was the last place that I had forgotten all about it. When I came there, I had completely forgotten about this. It was a place that I had taken my mom. And I could hear her singing, How Great Thou Art. Mm. And I could hear conversation, food conversation, forks tinging, and, you know, this, that, you know, that, laughing and mm -hmm. people having a good time and I went to turn and I thought oh my god is this really gonna be my place is this where you I'm gonna it was just like all the signs were there it's yeah. like I could it was like I could hear the sound of a busy restaurant yeah and I could hear my mom's voice singing how great thou art and I thought wow mm -hmm. yeah it was one of those I think this is gonna be my place this is my it's, mom's here. It's gotta be. Yeah. It's gotta be. Yeah, it's yeah. gotta be. Yeah. yeah. Wow. When I an awesome wonder. wonder. Right. <laughs> now look, look, I can't sing <laughs> right, at all. Me either, me either. <laughs> I can't sing at oh, all. Man, right. What a, what a story. What a gift. Yeah. Um, to have her, her voice echoing it, it, in your space. It was amazing. Yeah. I could hear my mom's voice. Wow. Crazy. How, what yeah. a gift. 